0: You're listening to Ecommerce Fast Lane, Episode fifty eight.
1: Welcome to e commerce fast lane, the podcast show to help you build, launch, grow, and scale a wildly successful e commerce company.
0: Listen to real conversations with proven practical strategies and success stories. Learn how to generate more traffic, more sales, more profit,
1: and customer lifetime value for your Shopify store. And now, your host and e commerce entrepreneur. Steve Hut.
0: This episode is brought to you by ShopMessage.me, an incredibly powerful Shopify app. Do you want to know the secret marketing channel that Fashion Nova, Pira Vita Bracelets, and Movement Watches use to drive millions in revenue? The answer is Facebook Messenger, and it's powered by ShopMessage, the leading conversational marketing platform. When I saw how much revenue Shopify brands were making on Messenger, I was blown away. So I had to meet Shop Messages co-founder and CEO, Arjun. I even recorded a podcast, episode 20, learn why Facebook Messenger is the e-commerce channel for the next decade and how you can capitalize. I just love the value that this company brings to brands. You will acquire more customers. You'll create more delightful, interactive conversations. And most importantly, you're going to build brand loyalty. Now, for listeners of e-commerce Fastlane, ShopMessage is now offering a 30-day free trial and guarantees you'll see at least a 4X ROI on your first paid month or they'll refund the difference. So go to shopmessage.me forward slash Fastlane. That's shopmessage.me forward slash Fastlane and start your 30-day free trial today. Well, hey there. It's Steve and welcome back to the E-commerce Fast Lane podcast. Now, if this is your first time listening, this is an e-commerce show where we have honest and transparent conversations about building and thriving online with your store powered by Shopify or Shopify Plus. Now, new episodes are available each week with your favorite podcast player through iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and now Spotify. Or you can also sign up online at ecommercefastlane.com and be notified when new shows are being released. Now today I'm chatting with Cooper Harris, the founder and CEO of a platform and a brand called Clickly. You may not have heard of them, but I tell you it's very, very interesting what they're up to. That's why I wanted to get them on this show because I feel uh, a lot of people are maybe challenged a bit about top of funnel awareness and consideration phase of a, of a funnel, of a, of a sales funnel, which eventually would bring into conversions and then retention. And so they have a very unique platform that I wanna talk about. In her words, in front of what I read in the website, they talk about supercharging your customer acquisition strategy. And I guess I could go on and on in this intro, but I think it's best uh, to hear it uh, from Cooper directly herself. So let's jump into the show and learn more. So hi, Cooper. Welcome to eCommerce Fastlane.
1: Thank you, Steve. I'm really excited to be here.
0: Awesome. So let's talk on a high level first about what does Clickly do and what problem does it solve for Shopify store owners?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, so oftentimes Shopify store owners are really good at creating their brand. They're really good at picking, uh, perhaps products that, that fit their very niche audience or, or a wide audience. And they're really good at building their company. And not all of them, though, some, not all of them are experts at like growth hacking and customer acquisition and, you know, all those other sides of the, um, of the coin, right. That have to do with with marketing the company. And so Clickly really comes in there. You know, we started the business when I, myself, you know, we're here in Los Angeles and we had a lot of uh, friends. I and my founding team had friends who were building these incredible companies, many of whom you've heard of probably very large, what are now large companies. But in the beginning, they struggled like everyone else with finding exactly what was that CPA, that customer acquisition cost. What was that? What was that kind of formula, if you will, for really driving smart, intelligent sales and customer acquisition. And I just watched them just pour money onto various platforms, trying to figure it out. And we had the idea, you know, could create a platform that really kind of solved this problem that was more aligned with the, with the brands such that the goal is we have access to a lot of tech. We're a very technical company. We have access to a lot of data and we are able to start predicting what people want to buy and just do a really good job for helping find the right customer at the right time for the brand. So, our whole goal was, and what we've tried to do with Quickly is create what we call a commerce engine. So, this is the idea that you simply, it's a platform, it's self serve. You come to Quickly, you load up the products you want us to promote, and then, like a commerce engine, we go across the entire web through many different advertising channels and we kind of sell your products almost mm-hmm. on a commission basis. So that's the idea and obviously that opens so many doors and questions I'm sure but that high level is the idea.
0: Yeah, so we're definitely digging into it because I I know of and I have a few brands and that's how I've been able to get you on the show today is because I have some brands that are using your platform, um, and are very, uh-huh. very happy and is successfully executing on uh-huh. it. So that's one of the reasons why I have you here. So I do have a couple of questions I'm going to yeah. dig into more specific on the data and the machine learning part of it in a minute. Um, but before we get rocking on that, let's talk about recent past, but you were an actress uh, for quite a while in LA, New York. And can you tell, tell me a little bit about that whole journey, that entrepreneurial journey now, and then, yeah. and then now being involved in a tech company and being a founder? So interesting.
1: Yeah, well, so so the interesting part is there's two key overlaps in what seems to be an otherwise completely random pivot in <laughs> careers. <laughs> so Yeah, so, I was going to say. You know, from the from the ripe old age of 12, I decided to be an actor. I took myself to boarding school when I was 13 to learn the craft, um, and I was very intent on the craft, right? This was a very serious endeavor. I then studied mm. in, um, in college and, and got a, a major in it and then was on a TV show the mm. day I graduated with a very good agent in New York. And it was kind of the dream, right? And I did that for solidly four years, loved it until I didn't. And I got honestly just a little bored and not burned out so much because I was one of the lucky few to actually make a living on it consistently, solidly, like I didn't ever do anything else. But here's the two overlaps. Number one, when you are your own instrument, so to speak, and you're an actor and you really have studied it like a business, like a craft and and taken yourself that far in such a disciplined way, Mm -hmm. you are an entrepreneur. You just don't realize it. <laughs> right. and, and by the way, you do still have a lot to learn, So, but you're entrepreneurial and you have to be. The second piece is that what attracted me so much to that career and why I did love it was because I was storytelling. Hmm. Well, come to find out, those are two big key pieces for then becoming an entrepreneur and building your own business, whether it's a brand like most of your listeners mm-hmm. or whether you're an entrepreneur building a tech platform like I am now. Right. You are still telling a story, and it better be a compelling one, yeah. <laughs> and you, you are entrepreneurial and have to run your own either brand or your own company. So right. both actually carry over quite well.
0: And then so how did you uh, get involved in the tech part of it? So I can appreciate yeah. the whole entrepreneurial side and the personal brand building and storytelling on that. I mean, those sure. are great topics, but then why tech?
1: So, um, well, it's funny. My, uh, my brother has actually been coding since he was 12. So I really looked up to him for that. And I thought it was fantastic and very cool. When we were little, he would like be building these websites. Right. And it was just fascinating, you know, early on, we were in like middle elementary school. So, so I, I grew up with it. My dad's also a serial entrepreneur. And so when I got bored on the TV shows, I, in my spare time would actually go to hackathons. And I would hang out with um, engineers, yeah. And I would, um, I would actually participate. So I am a very bad coder, just caveat here and, and disclaimer: I don't, I do not code on my own projects. Like nowhere right. in Quickly is there Cooper code, nor should there be. But um, like definitely yeah. not. But at the same time, I was really into it. I just found it really compelling, very exciting. And you know, we're at a time where, where never before has there been the opportunity in the tech space that there is now. So all that to say, sneaking off to hackathons participating in huge numbers of them, actually winning a bunch of them now and winning money from some of them. Yep. Nice. Um, that really got me, uh, thinking just more, more technically. Mm -hmm. I then started my first company, which I exited quite nicely and quite quickly in about 13 months and then, um, started quickly shortly thereafter.
0: Beautiful, and that obviously you built uh, quite. Uh, I almost say like a rolodex of, of people along that journey of being at hackathons and other entrepreneurs yeah. and entrepreneur ecosystem. So it certainly helps, uh, maybe funding wise, or just you know mm-hmm. uh, warm intros to other people to kind of help you along.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, so so much so, yeah.
0: Beautiful. So let's talk a little bit about the product now. Um, you like you mentioned a little bit at the top about the fact that your platform basically understands when someone may be ready to make a purchase. Are these inside emails or are they ads? Just explain a little bit to the listeners today what exactly your platform does like more specifically.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I kind of covered this idea of being commission-based, right? Hmm. That brands pay on the value that's delivered back to them. We hope, again, that there's better alignment of value from from that advertising cost, right? Because basically, we don't make money unless they do. But there is an added benefit, which we haven't gotten into yet, which I think you're, you're kind of uh, hinting at. Yeah. Which is which is kind of the other side. So we talked a lot about the brand side of the Clickly platform. What happens when they sign up? They load up their products, they push them out there, and they pay on a commission. Right. So, so on that other side of Clickly, what's happening there is we are actually taking those products from the brands and we are pushing them out across, well, through four different channels across millions of online popular destinations. Hmm. So we are hitting huge swaths of people who we believe are statistically more likely to want your products. Mm-hmm. Um, and we better be right or else we're going to yeah. lose a lot of money. Right. Um, yeah. so, so what we do when we hit those, we'll call them the consumer. Mm-hmm. When we hit the consumer with the brand's ads, what ends up happening is something a little bit different. They can either do the normal thing, which is to click on the ad, go back to the brand site and hopefully purchase. Right. Or they can just look at the ad and remember the brand and be glad they remember the brand and hopefully go back later and purchase. Or they can do something, number three, totally new. Mm. This third thing that they may do is completely new. We've kind of invented this and we have patents on it, which is the idea that we allow that consumer to purchase directly in the ad. So Mm. again, the whole point is just to get brands more sales. We actually don't care where the purchase happens, but there is a huge segment of the population growing Gen Z and millennials where, right. and I, I fall into that category, so I'm only kind of dissing myself, but we're, we're a very, I won't say ADD, but we're a very, um, <laughs> let's say, let's say fast paced, fast moving, I yeah. even talk quickly, okay. you know, but we're a busy bunch and I think we yeah, have yeah, a yeah. very high, and really honestly, Steve, you do too, but like everyone who's digitally savvy has a higher and higher, let's say bar for what we expect from an online experience. We are no longer willing to like wade around in a problematic mobile interface, meaning, you know, the, the visual that you as a consumer see when you're when you're trying to purchase. We're not cool to do that if it's going to take like eight to 12 steps and like five minutes. No one has time. So what's different about Clickly is we actually allow the consumer to buy directly within, let's say, the ad. If, if it is an ad they're seeing. So the consumer can actually, you know, we will populate a normal little carousel with the product photos, the pictures, we will populate that description that you've already written on your site. We just pull it in real time and we'll show it to that consumer and we'll, it's all in in the ad. We will show them all that information. If there are variants or what we call variables, color, photo, whatever, they just click them with their thumb, super easy little button. And then they say they're interested, that little space flips over, and they can either confirm their info if we already have it, or if not, they can enter very few forum fields, about three. We only need a very few for that purchase to actually take place. So it's actually, it takes longer for me to describe it than it does for a person to do. But, but the end idea here is we're just getting those extra people who, who aren't going to take that journey back to the site.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I can see like the affiliate side of the of the business where, you know, there's there's banner ads and text links and things like that. And then you know, you click through and off it goes back to the original website. And or you, you hear words like view through ads where you just you're under the assumption that you may have seen the ad and then over time, you're, you're more apt to go directly there. And that's an interesting opportunity for, you know, this, I guess that I don't want to say like a CPM model, but that's kind of one way of doing it. And now you're suggesting now is with Clickly ads. Now you're able to actually make purchases from within the ads itself physically and, and check out. Very cool.
1: Yes, exactly right. And that, that just goes into your store, goes into Shopify. We're definitely not trying to replace Shopify, right? We're trying to amplify and bolster the reach of merchants who perhaps want a more risk-free scenario or just want to try a new channel.
0: So you did mention a little bit about this commerce engine, I guess, this kind of language. Can you maybe talk about maybe some of the unique features about Clickly that I guess that differentiates you know your solution versus other kind of acquisition or conversion solutions? because. It's it's not necessarily a new top of funnel solution to uh, you know to find awareness and consideration for a brand. There's lots of people trying to get net new visitors to their website and convert more. What's unique specifically yeah. about your commerce engine and Clickly then?
1: Mm-hmm. So I think you know certainly part of it it's probably threefold, but certainly first and foremost I think it's for a lot of brands it's very incentivizing and very enticing to have this idea that they can come to Clickly, they can load their products up the, the products they choose, and then they can kind of tell Clickly to, hey, go sell these across the internet through your four channels, go promote them, and get us sales, right? Mm-hmm. And and then the idea right. that that is on a, on a commission basis, that's where we get the idea of the commerce engine. Because mm-hmm. we don't want to just be advertising. Right. We really want to be converting for our brands. That's the whole point of what we're doing. So that's kind of that commission-based piece. And we do feel like while there certainly are great agencies out there who... If you're a really sexy product and you're killing it, like they'll take you on a CPA basis, meaning they will take you on as a client and they will do it on a commission. But it's very hard if you aren't one of those very few brands for everyone else to get that same treatment from agencies. And it's hard for agencies to provide it because it takes a lot of... If you're doing it manually, it's a lot of hard work and they absolutely deserve all the commission they get, right? When you're doing it with a data-driven platform, though, that's highly automated and highly scalable, I, as Clickly, as the Clickly platform, we can just work with a lot more brands. I should, at this point, disclose, like we are invite only just because it is such a, um, I guess, enticing model. So we do have to vet the brands who come through. We can't work with adult-themed brands who are selling adult products or guns or drugs, but... For for any brand who's reached that level where they they do want to do, you know, they want to move beyond Facebook, they want to explore new channels, they have a, a good base of fanatical fans, ideally, you know, once you're to that point as a brand, let's say you're doing at least 25k a month or something, that's where you really, really need new channels. And that's a really good place for quickly to come in. And that commission based piece, that's the first differentiator. The second is obviously what we already talked about enabling purchases directly within the ad or, you know, we push out through online games, popular apps and content online. So millions of destinations. And even some of them are very traditional. Vogue.com, Cosmo, ESPN. Those are all sites that we have relationships with and can get you on. So I think that being able to buy directly in the ad and still have it go into your Shopify, that's probably the second big differentiator.
0: Thank you for sharing that because I think that's it's interesting, and I, and I can appreciate the 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 people listening today. I mean, not everyone listening today is going to be more than twenty five k a month, and I know it's invite only, and I think that's all part of your of the of the, the fact that this is newish to the market. Yeah, uh, and you're learning how to apply your resources internally, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. though it's a SaaS solution. There's still mm-hmm. uh, you know some onboarding, uh, customer success type people available from within your organization. It almost seemed like if you're at a certain level, like you said, you have raving fans, um, you have proof of concept, you understand what your cost per acquisition is, um, and you know, and you're going down this a little bit more mature than just a startup. Let's say you have product market fit. Okay, great. So you're that person listening today. It almost seems if you get approved, it's almost like a risk free decision. I would think for Shopify brands.
1: Yes, well, that I mean, that is a hundred percent the idea. That is what we have tried to do: is make it kind of a no-brainer. That's the goal, and we have found that we've been able to remove most of the friction. You know, you can sign up, of course, with a quick click. And part of that is actually kudos to Shopify for making their ecosystem and their their apps so such an easy plug-and-play. So that's fantastic. But yeah, there's no upfront spin or contracts or anything like that. It really is you set the The set of products you want us to promote, and it could be anything from your swimsuit line to three products to your entire catalog, about 80% of our brands will choose their entire catalog, which is great because it gives us a greater variety from which to sell and promote. So that's better. And then, and then, yeah, the idea is that we offer seamless integration takes about 15 minutes with no coding at all.
0: Hmm. You know, I'm not asking for the secret sauce, but the question about the, about the, com- but I kind of am, yeah, but yeah. the commission part, <laughs> yes. the commission part, like, I mean, every types of different types of products have different levels of yeah. gross margin built into them as just part of the vertical that they're involved mm-hmm. in. Fashion being higher, mm-hmm. consumer electronics being lower. So like, mm-hmm. how do you, how do you negotiate yeah. or discuss where a certain verticals fit commission wise?
1: Yes. So we've created something I think is completely unique. We actually patented it too. We have a commission lever and it means that you can log in to the uh, to the platform and visually you will see a lever in the third step where you set your commission where the brand actually gets to choose it for themselves. So they can actually choose anything from one to a hundred percent of the sales that we drive for them. So that's why we can work with any brand, no matter what their, let's say margin is some, we have coffee companies who have notoriously tiny margins. And then we have some sunglasses companies who let's be real, they have huge margins and Maybe they're making them in China and they have a great brand here. So that difference is like 150 bucks. (laughs) So, you know, and so they can afford to do 75%. And the key is we prioritize the companies according to where they rank compared to the other companies in our, in our platform.
0: I see. Okay, well that that solves that. That's good. So it sounds like uh, you really have a lot of power um, as a brand owner to make decisions. If you get approved, you get to have this this little lever, this commission lever, and choose how much uh, you're willing to, uh, I guess, share with the Clickly platform uh, based on acquisition. Now let's talk about the machine learning part. I read a little bit about it, and and some of the topics come up are like offsite sales and stuff. Can you kind of share with listeners specifically, you know, what is your solution doing in the background yeah. to really help Shopify brands?
1: Yeah. So, so this, I mean, this really is more even the secret sauce, so to speak, than than the commission is. But but it's also, you know, it's machine learning. So it is, it is what it is. So we have a lot of data and a lot of logic that we use to try to make educated guesses around who actually wants to buy things. Now, once we are 100% great at this and we could do it every time, all the time, like we will be the most powerful company in the world. (laughs) Like Amazon still trying to crack this, right? But the idea simply is that we do have indicators that are unique beyond what Facebook and Google have because of course we're seeing what people are buying. So we're better able to predict from their purchase history, what they want to buy in the future. And, and it's, it's kind of similar again to like what you start to see, you know, if anyone out there is using Facebook, they're already kind of using this data anyway. It's just that there may be other things they're using it for too. <laughs> but, um, but in any case, what we're really trying to do is use all the insights just to build a better engine to get more sales. Again, we only make money when we drive sales. And so that is our key sole reason for being. So here's an example. Let's say uh, we see a giant swath of people out there who are, let's say they like product X. So I have brand Y on my platform and brand Y sells a lot of product X. So I'm looking at that, those folks out there who like products X and they've tried to buy things like it before. I'm like, all right, let's promote it. But then let's say all of them, except two, also buy product A then for the rest of them, I can have great surety that people who like product X are actually going to also like product A and I will try to sell them product A too. It's just that kind of recommendation engine idea at the very basic level of, um, you know, if folks buy this, then they're most likely to buy this as well.
0: Very cool. Oh, this is exciting stuff.
1: <laughs>
0: uh-huh. You're living it every day. It but it's, it's like really awesome. Yeah. So – This show, as I'm sure you can appreciate, really does have a diverse range of listeners. Uh, I mean, I'm part of the Merchant Success team on Shopify Plus along with the show, but I also have a significant listenership um, on Shopify Core, which is, you know, the early stage startup type people. And, uh, you know, they still got nine to five and they're still doing their thing and they got a side hustle going. And so if you are to, you know, you have access to a lot of merchants, even though I know you're dealing more people that have, as you said, product market fit and a certain amount of revenue and CPA mm-hmm. behind them. But, you know, entrepreneurship is not new to you. So like, can you give some advice, maybe the early stage yeah. e-commerce uh, entrepreneurs, What yes, what sort of, of things would that be?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, look, all, all the Shopify Plus guys, for the most part, started out as entrepreneurs just building their own brand by themselves or with, with one or two other people. So all of them were in the, those shoes at some point, right? So so I think, you know, maybe things I have seen from my friends who have started and grown these huge brands now that maybe exited for a billion plus dollars, what I've seen as commonalities is just this grit and perseverance and not chip on the shoulder, but just like going to do what it takes to get it done, Right, so every day they're hustling—not to quote the song, but they are, and you know, and they are, um, and they are really digging in, and they are persevering in the face of adversity, no matter what. And it's about consistency, right? It's about same like working out or any of their habit. If you want to become good at something, you have to put in those ten thousand hours, and you have to do it consistently. So that's the first thing. The other thing I would really, really, um, kind of challenge or hopefully. Suggest to those folks who are listening who are starting to build a brand is like if you have figured out something that's working, don't jump on the next shiny object. Really hone in on what's working. Pick a very specific niche or a very specific streamlined idea. And perhaps, you know, don't do the all things to all people giant dropship store, right? Maybe think about. I mean, if that's working for you, do it. But maybe think about, you know, maybe a specific niche or sector that you know really well and that you can really go whole hog on and get really intense about. You'll you'll just you can't boil the ocean and you'll die trying. It's it's why startups fail
0: yeah and I, I agree with that the whole that shiny object syndrome like kind of percent I mean I, and and I'm unfortunately guilty of that too to a certain degree where I'm always thinking about well what's the best way to promote the podcast show and there's always some new evergreen rescheduling reposting uh, some kind of pop-up exit intenty there's always something going on to try to build and grow your brand and at some point mm-hmm. you have to you know really double down and focus on you know the core few principles that uh, and then just consistency over time just being patient but consistent and thinking for the long-term is kind of like some of the things that I think about a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. Anything else? Yeah. But I would say, Steve, you're probably a little humble there because you've dialed in on an amazing niche, which is the Shopify, you know, ecosystem. And you're very clear that it's a podcast. You're not suddenly trying no. to do a TV show yeah, over yeah, here, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. But that AB testing is so key. You know, I think folks would be well-served to take a cue from that idea of like use, use tools to, to hone in on your niche very all the time. Cool. right?
0: So, that's the startupy people. Now, what about those listening today that are more mid-market, small team? They're kind of eager to grow in scale. Like, what sh- what do you think the yeah. executive team is listening today, or the marketers on a brand? What should they be working on?
1: I mean, I hope I hope they get on quickly. <laughs> but <laughs> <that's> <laughs> sure, a, this is a shameless plug. Fair enough. No, no. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, Look, like we we created the platform for that that. Type of profile of brand, but um, right. But I I genuinely think that a key part of what helps scale up a small team or a fast growing team is automation. I'm so mm. so mm. Um, bullish on that. And right. if you can find something that is very purely automated and also is success based in that marketing and advertising growth space, I think it, you know like go whole hog on it. So I would say two things. Think about how can you scale your marketing and advertising efforts without investing a ton of effort, right? You don't want to be hiring lots of people. You know, you don't want to invest in a high burn rate, really, if you haven't yet found those automated ways that you can scale your your brand. And then so find those solutions and platforms that have the ability to automate them and then just like set them. And then the second piece would be try to invest in finding a platform that will only charge you on success. So whether that's a Clickly or it's an agency, I just heard about this fantastic agency in New York called Metric Digital. And they work with a bunch of awesome big Shopify Plus brands and others. And um, they they very much have our ethos of performance-based success. So I would say go hard on that.
0: Very cool. Very cool. I know uh, Shopify Plus, for example, that's one of their mantras uh, we talk about the app called flow and flow is mm-hmm. Shopify's take on automation because there's so many tasks that mm-hmm. you know really you should you know so many f- focus on things that yeah. you know high value things that a human can do instead of working mm-hmm. working in spreadsheets and and trying to do a lot of these manual processes where flow mm-hmm. a trigger and an action and you're suggesting with with your solution yeah uh you know yeah. you, you're, you, once you know your CPA you've got a product fit um and you're looking to kind of scale that out and let some automation uh with a you know a a reasonable budget to acquire new customers. And then, you know, and I guess the next part of that, you know, I if you had a merchant success manager uh, or you're on the self-drive program in, on Shopify Plus, you learn that, okay, great, I have this first sale. It's like, and that's kind of semi-easy-ish. And then what are we yeah. doing to get, and this is kind of for the people, I guess it's for all people in any category, but it's just, what's the next thing you need to do to uh, yes. that drip sequence, the re-engagement, that there's exactly. lots of things to do outside mm-hmm. of that first sale. I mean, obviously post-purchase mm-hmm. follow-up delivery, fast delivery, mm-hmm. notifications, Um, and then, you know, and then from there, I just, yeah, it's, it's such a life of learning.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I think you're so right. I think brands often focus so hard on customer acquisition, first time Mm -hmm. customer acquisition. And it's key. It's absolutely key, especially as a new brand, but then you really have to you know, those become so expensive if you don't have good retention and right. follow up because the mm-hmm. earnout's going to be, you know, it, it does often take a little while. And if you are trying to recapture that entire value of what you spent to acquire the customer on the first purchase, it's nearly impossible and you'll just right. be churning. Right. Yeah.
0: So Cooper, we are, uh, nearing the end of the show, but do you have any closing comments or any takeaways that you would like to leave with our listeners today?
1: I think really our vision at Clickly is all about empowering brands that are on Shopify, frankly. You have the exact caliber of entrepreneur and now the exact caliber brand that we want to work with. And we think that every exciting digitally native brand should have access to the same tech that's used by Fortune 500s, right? We built our platform actually first and worked with very, very large brands that would fall into the Fortune 500 category. We just really believe that this kind of tech should be democratized. Everyone should have access to you know data and logic-driven, performance-driven sales. So yeah, I, I think that that is really something we're passionate about. If it sounds interesting to you, definitely let us know. I think we're in a world where, here's the bottom line, where tech can start to empower brands like the ones probably listening today and that are on Shopify that should be popular based on the awesomeness of their product. And they should get known because of that. They shouldn't be squashed out of the market just because some other company with less brilliant products had more money to saturate the market. And that's what we see today. We see a lot of folks with a ton of money just saturating the market and it's not a meritocracy. And those brands with really cool products don't get the chance to shine and we want to change that.
0: Love it. So how can people learn more about Clickly?
1: So they can go to our site. It's www.clickly.com. Clickly, by the way, is spelled with a K. It's K-L-I-C-K-L-Y. Like clicking quickly, shoved together, and then with a K. All right. You yep. got it. Um, and I think, Steve, you also pop up a uh, a link for folks to use sometimes as well.
0: I do. Yeah. So typically at the end of most uh, shows, there's usually some kind of a listener only promotion. And so that's going to be ecommercefastlane.com forward slash clickly That's going to be in the show notes, but that's going to redirect to a landing page. And Cooper, maybe you can share the details of the listener only promo.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So right now, as Steve mentioned, and I did as well, our platform is invite only, which means currently there's a really long queue of folks who've applied. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna get you ahead of that queue. You're gonna be first in line if you sign up through Steve's link that he shows you. We're also going to give any brand who gets approved, we're gonna give them a free ad boost worth 50 bucks. That just basically boosts you higher in our algorithm, it's like an optional feature, but you could do that. We're going to give that to you for free. And then we're also going to get you in a, what we call higher tier of service on Clickly. So you will automatically have access to, without paying the higher fee, to a, what we call growth specialists. So that's somebody who can give you support, can show you how to strategize on Clickly and set up your best campaigns.
0: That's like an onboarding, uh, kind of a customer success manager. Exactly right. Beautiful. Well, Cooper, thank you so much. Very, very, very educational. I'm glad I was able to finally have you on the show. And it's nice to summarize because it's really difficult, maybe just to read things in press and PR things because yeah. it is invite only. It's secretive and it's successful for lots of people. But now with the show, it's no longer quote unquote a secret anymore because it's going to, you know, there are going to be thousands yeah. of people listening to this episode when it launches uh, the first week. So thank you very, very much for number one, uh, having the trust mm-hmm. in me. To be able to share what it is that yeah. you're doing, thank you for this offer. I think the the listeners are going to absolutely love it. Best of luck and, and success uh, in the future.
1: Thank you so much, Steve, and kudos, and so glad that you're doing what you're doing. Uh, it's a fantastic ecosystem. We love Shopify, and uh, keep up the awesome work.
0: All right, beautiful. Thanks so much for coming on. Take care. This episode is brought to you by Shop Message, the marketing channel trusted by top Shopify brands like Fashion Nova, Pira Vita bracelets, Movement watches, and many more. Now don't forget, take advantage of their generous 30-day free trial by visiting shopmessage.me forward slash Fastlane. That's shopmessage.me forward slash Fastlane. You'll get priority onboarding and a 4x ROI guaranteed just for Fastlane listeners. So go check them out. Well, that's it for today's episode. I'd like to thank you, a loyal listener of e-commerce Fastlane. It's my hope that this podcast is offering you a ton of value through growth strategies, tactics, and exclusive insider tips on the best Shopify apps and marketing platforms, all with my personal goal to help you build, launch, grow, and scale with Shopify. Thanks for investing some time today and listening to the show. I'm so proud and excited that you have a growth mindset and are a constant learner. I truly appreciate you and your entrepreneurial journey. Enjoy the rest of the week and keep thriving with Shopify.